48K News. It's 11 o'clock. I'm Sean Kennedy. Tonight's headlines. Guangzhou imposes a lockdown after finding its first imported Omicron coronavirus infection. The government rejects what it calls unfounded allegations in the latest report on Hong Kong from the British Foreign Office. And an electoral official says procedures have been streamlined for Sunday's LegCo polls. The city of Guangzhou has reported its first imported Omicron coronavirus infection. Authorities there have placed an area under lockdown after a 67-year-old man was infected. Wendy Wong has more. Guangzhou's first Omicron patient returned from overseas late last month and repeatedly tested negative for COVID-19 during quarantine. He returned to his home in Yueshou district on Saturday and remained in isolation. Tests on Sunday showed he was carrying the Omicron variant. Authorities have sent residents living in his building to a quarantine center for medical surveillance. Residents in the area have been banned from leaving their homes and required to get tested twice in three days. Officials have appealed to residents to comply with the testing and control measures. The Guangzhou Baiyun International Airport says it will strengthen checks on the health codes of departing travellers. Separately, the Guangdong city of Dongguang has reported two new COVID-19 infections. Authorities there said both patients had travelled to Shenzhen and were asymptomatic. Here in Hong Kong, officials reported the city's eighth Omicron case. The SAR also reported five new COVID infections today. Chief Executive Carrie Lam says she plans to expand the COVID booster program to cover people who've received the BioNTech vaccine as the world races to rein in the spread of the Omicron variant, Maggie Ho reports. At present, people who had a second dose of Sinovac at least six months ago or those in priority groups can get boosters. And so far, 260,000 booster shots have been administered. Speaking ahead of the Executive Council meeting, Carrie Lam said authorities will hopefully begin giving booster shots at the beginning of next month to people who've received two doses of BioNTech. The chief executive added overseas and local experts all agree that vaccination is still the most important and effective way of containing the coronavirus. Every government is now on the alert to prevent uh, Omicron um, spreading into their community. In the case of Hong Kong, of course, we are particularly alert because we have basically attained zero in the local situation. And we are right at the moment preparing to resume some normal travel into the mainland, which is the number one priority of many people in society. So uh, we have to adopt very stringent measures uh, to uh, prevent Omicron from spreading into the community. Mrs. Lam said experts advising the government on the pandemic will discuss details. A microbiologist for the, from the University of Hong Kong says despite the Omicron cr- cases cropping up here and in Guangdong, it shouldn't affect plans to reopen the border unless it starts spreading in the community. Dr. Siddharth Shridhar was told Anna-Marie Evans there's no need to panic at the moment. I think we have a very strong mechanism in place uh, to detect cases of COVID-19, not just Omicron, but any variant in our returning travelers under the current zero COVID-19 uh, policy. So uh, I think we just have to remain vigilant and uh, I won't say that there is cause for undue panic at this moment. What impact is this going to have on plans to reopen the border, do you think? Well, it's a little bit uh, tricky if there is actual community transmission documented on either side of the border, but that hasn't happened yet. So as long as we are catching 
Omicron cases in the uh, quarantine net for inbound returning travelers, I don't uh, think it should logically have much of an impact on the uh, plans to reopen the border between Hong Kong and the mainland. A car caught fire inside Tate's Cairn Tunnel this evening, forcing a brief closure of the tunnel. Police say they were alerted about the incident at about 6pm. An online photo showed flames coming from the front of a car in the Sha Tin-bound lane of the tunnel. Online video footage from affected commuters showed dozens of stranded passengers leaving vehicles and walking out of the tunnel on foot. On to the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy with one or two light rain patches in the morning and at night with a minimum temperature of about 20 degrees in urban areas, slightly lower in the new territories. It'll be warm with sunny intervals and a high of about 24 degrees. Forecasters say it'll be warm during the day on Thursday, but the winds will strengthen from the north and it'll become cool at night on Friday. Currently at the observatory, it's 21 degrees Celsius and the relative humidity is 80%. You're tuned to RTHK. The time is five minutes past 11. The government has rejected what are called unfounded allegations about the SAR's governance in its latest six-monthly report on the city. Priscilla Ng has more. The report, compiled by the UK's Foreign, Commonwealth and Development Affairs Office, criticised the introduction of the national security law in Hong Kong, saying it had eroded civil freedoms and said judicial independence was under threat. It also criticised sweeping changes to Hong Kong's electoral system that were introduced earlier this year. But in a statement, the Hong Kong government called on London to stop interfering with China's internal affairs, saying the national security law ensured the resolute, full and faithful implementation of the policy of one country, two systems. It said the electoral reforms ensured that legislative council members are patriotic, love Hong Kong and act in the best interests of the country. The government spokesperson also brushed aside the report's concerns over prosecutorial decisions and judicial independence in Hong Kong, saying prosecutions in the city are made independently by the Department of Justice. An election official says vote count supervisors have been told not to be too strict about rules and procedures so they can get the results of Sunday's LegCo polls out more quickly. He also confirmed who can and who can't wear yellow face masks on the day. Wendy Wong reports. Barnabas Fong, the chairman of the Electoral Affairs Commission, says thanks to streamlined vote counting rules and a boost in manpower, the first results of Sunday's polls could come pretty quickly. Quickest of all, he says, will be in a new election committee constituency seats, which will involve the 1,500-strong committee choosing 40 of the legislature's 90 members. The commission was criticised for a serious delay in the announcement of the results of the election for the election committee in September. Mr Fung says administrative procedures have now been made simpler, with fewer documents to be filled out by polling staff, who have also been told to be flexible. We have instructed the supervisors to look at the entire situations. Even if some rules were not met in strict compliance, if this situation warrants, then we will deal with this discrepancy to reconciliation later. Hopefully, it will shorten the counting time and the declaration of the election results. Mr Fong has also confirmed media reports that polling staff have been banned from wearing yellow face masks, saying this is to maintain political neutrality. But he says any voters wearing yellow masks won't be stopped from entering polling stations as long as they don't disrupt order. They may, however, be told to stop displaying certain words. 
Some words carry a second layer of meaning. If the supervisor of the polling station considers such words may affect the order or lead to unnecessary disputes, we could give the voter a jacket to cover the words, he said. Mr. Fong urged people to vote enthusiastically, but reminded people that most voters only get one vote these days. The chief executive says public transport companies are voluntarily providing free rides on Sunday to encourage people to vote in the LegCo polls. Mrs. Lam conceded that most voters don't need transport to get to polling stations, but said the free rides are a gesture to remind them how important voting is for Hong Kong. For the franchise transport companies, including mass transit, the bus and the tram, I believe they also have this corporate responsibility to do something. So a point discussion between Transport and Housing Bureau and these companies, they agree to provide free transport on that day. So this is more a gesture of collective responsibility to remind people that 19 December is a crucial day. Welcome you to come out. You can take the bus, you can go elsewhere, but also go to a polling station to cast your vote. Police have arrested 10 people over an alleged weapons find they say could be linked to this weekend's LegCo elections. Francis Sitt reports. The force says it raided 11 residences and two warehouses, seizing around 200 air guns, more than 6,000 lead pellets, axes, knives, respirators, body armor and a smoke grenade launcher. At a press conference, officers noted that similar smoke grenade launchers, respirators and body armor were seen during the 2019 protests. Superintendent Chen Yan is from the Organized Crime and Triad Bureau. We have intelligence and some information showing that the arrested people, some of them, had actively participated in the riot incident in the past two years. We will not exclude any possibility. We will continue our investigation to pursue whether the reason of the possession of these high-power weapons include the purpose of making damage to our society and making disturbance to our coming elections. Senior Inspector Lucas Lam said the weapons seized are very dangerous. Most of the pneumatic air guns there are already presented into high powered. So when you look at the law, it says exceeding two drills is already violating the law. And we are right now we're talking about something 250 to 2000 joules. So when you just simply look at the numbers, they are some dangerous weapons. He added that the air guns are so powerful, they could shatter bricks or kill a deer. The Competition Commission has sued two public housing cleaning service contractors for alleged price fixing. The companies were linked to a labour dispute that sparked a cleaner strike over delayed payments in Hoi Lai Estate in late 2017. The Commission says it received a complaint against the firms around that time and its investigation showed that both companies had shared common offices, IT access, identical pricing as well as common mistakes in their tender documents. The Commission's CEO is Razul Butt. They made attempts to delete shortcuts from the computer on their premises, which have links to another computer, which is owned uh, to the server, which is owned by another company. And also, we have reasons to believe that they have tried to delete quite a large number of documents, which we believe are relevant to our investigation. A survey has found that a lot of employers are looking to hire more staff next year as the SAR's economy improves. Manpower Group interviewed more than 500 employers in Hong Kong. 56% said they expected to increase payrolls with the hospitality and IT sector seeing the best hiring sentiment. A senior vice president at the firm, Lancy Choi, told Wendy Wong people could also expect pay rises.
the labor market should continue to improve, but the extent of improvement would depend on the uh, pace of economic recovery. We expected the hiring um, uh, with the COVID under control, the labor market is expected to improve in 2022. So which sectors are seeing the fastest hiring pace? Employers in restaurant and hotel and IT, technology, telecoms, communications and media um, actually have the fastest hiring pace in the upcoming quarter. According to the employer who reported that, um, we have the outlook numbers at 66% and, and 58% uh, for these two um, sectors. And why, why are these sectors uh, doing so well? Further relaxation of social distancing measure and focus on reopening the border are being explored in a gradual and also orderly uh, manner due to low local infection cases. So society is expecting the resumption of quarantine-free travel between the mainland and Hong Kong. So with such a good hiring sentiment, do you think people's salary will also increase in the next year? With the COVID under control, um, employers were actively hiring in um, quarter one, two, two, two. The competition for the talent is expected to be more intense. Hong Kong workers can expect a pay rise of um, about 2 to 2.5% in um, 2022. Overseas now, and Iran has accused Western powers of bad faith in the negotiations on Tehran's nuclear program. The talks to revive the 2015 agreement appear to be on the brink, with European countries saying Iran has been dragging its feet. The Iranian chief negotiator Ali Bagari Khani said the that deal was still possible if the United States, which unilaterally withdrew from the deal, accepted its failings and engaged in real diplomacy. The U.S. Secretary of State, Antony Blinken, said Washington was preparing alternative measures should the talks collapse. We continue in this hour, on this day, to pursue diplomacy because it remains at this moment the best option. But we are actively engaging with allies and partners on alternatives. The world's biggest reinsurer says natural catastrophes and extreme weather events have caused around 250 billion US dollars in damage this year. That's 25% up on the year before. The two costliest natural disasters of the year were both recorded in the United States, Hurricane Ida and the winter storm Uri, which brought heavy snowfall to Texas. Costliest event in Europe was the flooding in Germany and neighbouring countries in July. And more than 40 people are believed to have been killed when a fuel tanker exploded in northern Haiti. The lorry is reported to have been involved in an accident and the victims were trying to gather fuel leaking from it when it ignited. And a reminder of our top stories tonight. Guangzhou imposes a lockdown after finding its first imported Omicron coronavirus infection. The government rejects what it calls unfounded allegations in the latest report on Hong Kong from the British Foreign Office. And an electoral official said says procedures have been streamlined to ensure the results of LegCo polls are released promptly. The news from RTHK. RTHK Radio 3 
it's useless to say So I'll just live my life In dreams of yesterday Those happy hours That we once knew Long, long ago They still make me blue They say that time Since we've been apart yeah. I can't stop loving you I've made up my mind To live in memories Of the lonesome time So I'll just live my life in dreams of yesterday. second hour this Tuesday evening Ray Charles great track can't stop loving you if you'd like a song by the way it's Radio Pete at Gmail got a few more requests in join the news and this one is Carol King so far away doesn't anybody stay in one place 
just 